your savings account is not going to keep up with the rate of inflation that is happening in the economy. Over time, that money is becoming worth less and less and less over time. Hi, my name is Anya Laws and I am obsessed with all things money management, wealth building, financial freedom, and helping you navigate this crazy world of personal finance all while building a life you love. I'm a financial coach with a God-given desire and mission to empower as many women as possible to not only become good stewards of their money, but also create a life that they have only ever dreamed of. While money doesn't buy happiness, it is one of the greatest and most effective tools for building your dream life. But you shouldn't stop at making money. Here, you will learn how to make your money work for you. Budgeting, investing, spending, giving, and money mindset are all topics we discuss here. If you're a goal-driven woman with big goals and aspirations for not only your money, but also your life, this podcast is for you. So grab your AirPods and a cup of coffee because we are digging right in. This is the She Talks Money Podcast. On today's episode of the She Talks Money podcast, we are talking about the difference between saving and investing. More specifically, what method of putting away money should you be using for what goal? So without further ado, let's talk money. So I have a lot of people that ask me the difference between saving and investing. They want to know which form of putting away money that they should be doing depending on the season of life. A lot of people don't really know the difference between saving and investing or even know that there is a difference between saving and investing. So what I want to talk about today is, first of all, what is the difference between saving and investing? How do we define saving? How do we define investing? And within that, what goals should you be aiming at within these different methods of putting away money? And then last, I want to show you a breakdown of what it is costing you to be doing one method versus the other. So let's go ahead and hop right in. So first and foremost, let's start with saving. What does it even mean to save? So we can define saving as when you put money aside, typically in a bank account, to go towards a specific goal. Examples of saving goals would be buying a new car, putting a down payment on a house, building your emergency fund, etc. Typically, these are short-term goals that you are putting away money for. So you need access to the money more quickly than you would if you were investing, for example. Which leads me to my next point. What does it mean to invest? So when we're thinking of investing, all investing is, is when you buy assets that increase in value for the purpose of making your money grow. The most common types of investments are stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, index funds, real estate, whatever it is, essentially the purpose of investing is to watch your money grow over time. So investing and saving have two different purposes, two different goals. And so when we think of saving, you can think of goals for saving as your short to medium term goals. Like I said, these are things like buying a car, paying for a house down payment, things that you need money for within about three to five years is the longest I would put on that saving goal. So if you know you're going to buy a house in less than five years, I would recommend keeping that down payment in cash, in savings, instead of investing that money. So Saving keeps your cash liquid, meaning accessible. You're able to access this at almost any time, depending on the savings account that you're using. High yield savings accounts, money market accounts have limits on the number of times you're able to withdraw from those accounts. But overall, saving is liquid, accessible money. There is minimal to no risk involved in saving. So if you are saving, putting money in a regular bank account within the US, this is FDIC insured up to $250,000. So meaning that the government will back that money, insure that money up to $250,000 in case something were to happen at the bank. So this means that you have almost no risk involved. You don't have really any risk of losing your money in any way because it's backed 
by the government. So with that being said, you have almost no interest earned on this money that you would be having in a savings account. When we're talking about interest rates, you can obviously tell that a savings account, I mean, the national average interest rate for a savings account is 0.06%. So the interest rate on that is almost non-existent. But when we're talking about interest rates versus the risk level that's involved, there is a very close relationship between risk and reward when it comes to saving versus investing. So because you have very little risk of losing your money in any way, it's almost impossible for you to lose your money when you're saving it in a bank account. You get very little interest in exchange for that. However, when you are talking about investing, there is a little more risk involved in investing. And we'll get into that. So with investing, we think of investing as long-term goals. So you can think of a long-term investing goal as being retirement. With investing, funds are less liquid. So you have a longer wait time to access invested funds. And investing involves risk. And the risk varies based on the investment. But when we're talking about risk, you are essentially giving your money to a company to use in exchange for them giving you a portion of their profits back. So when you're investing in a company, you may give them $100. And in exchange, they may give you 12% on that investment. So a lot of people think of investing as just investing in single stocks, so single companies. So you may remember the GameStop era. A lot of people were investing in GameStop, buying single stocks, hoping that they would just go up in value. Investing in single stocks is essentially gambling. So what I want you to do when we're talking about investing, this is responsible investing. This is not investing in single stocks. You want to diversify your money. So when we're talking about retirement, your retirement account is typically invested in index funds or mutual funds. So when we're talking about an index fund or a mutual fund, these funds are divided out, invested across hundreds of different companies in most cases, meaning that the risk level and reward level associated with these different companies are basically evened out. So if one company you're making 60% interest on the money that's invested with them. Another company may be losing 17% interest. So essentially, this averages out and you make a pretty consistent interest rate over time when investing in the long term. Now, it's very volatile if you're investing for the short term, which means that you want to invest for long-term goals only. You want a long time horizon when investing because if you were to decide that you wanted to invest your emergency fund and you had an emergency come up, you needed $2,000 for a car repair, you go to pull that money out of the stock market and the stock market's having a bad day, there's a dip and you lose 12% on your money. At that point, it is not worth investing your money because there is risk associated with that. But consistently over time, the average annualized return of the S&P 500 from 1957 to 2001 was 10.5%. So that is an average over decades of time, meaning over time, you are pretty much guaranteed to gain and grow your money in the stock market. However, in the short term, it is very volatile. So you don't want to be investing money that you're going to need in the short term. With that being said, there is much more earning potential than a savings account when it comes to investing. So to answer your question of whether or not you should be investing or saving, it depends on the goal that you're aiming at. So the short-term goals like saving for an emergency fund, saving for a new car, saving for a down payment for a house, if you are going to be buying that house in less than five years, all of those savings goals should be put in a regular savings account. 
whether that be just a regular savings account with your bank, a high yield savings account with your bank, meaning that you're gaining a little bit more of an interest rate on that. We can talk at a different time about why you would be getting more interest with a high yield savings account, but just know that you want your money in a savings account for those short to medium term goals. For long-term goals like investing, you want your money in an in an investment account of some sort, whether that be a taxable brokerage account, the retirement accounts that you have available to you through your job or Roth IRAs, traditional IRAs, things like that you have accessible to you. You want to be investing for the long-term in an investment account. And here's why. In the short term, your savings account is not going to keep up with the rate of inflation that is happening in the economy, meaning over time, if you have $50,000 in a savings account, that money is becoming le worth less and less and less over time. Whereas if you invest that money in the stock market, you're gaining a steady rate of return over time. You are at least at a very minimum keeping up with inflation and then beyond that growing that money. So you need money, you need cash available to you in the short term, which is why we save. But for the long term, it is not a good strategy to just keep all of your money in cash. So when we come back from the break, I'm going to show you a breakdown of the opportunity cost for leaving unnecessary money and savings. So we'll talk about that breakdown when we get back. Are you sick and tired of living paycheck to paycheck, constantly looking over your shoulder, knowing that the next emergency may very well make or break you? If you want to get out of this cycle of anxiety and overwhelm surrounding your money and want my direct guidance to do so, my coaching program is currently open for enrollment and I'm taking new clients. I'll help you gain security, stability, and control around your finances so that you never have to worry about an emergency again. So if you're ready to go all in and invest in your financial future, use the link in the show notes to apply for coaching. And as always, if you have any questions, reach out to me on Instagram at moneywithanya. Now back to the show. Okay, so let's talk about the breakdown of the opportunity cost of putting money in savings account for the long term versus investing that money for the long term. So if we assumed, I pulled out my handy retirement calculator here. I can link one in the show notes for you if you want to run these numbers for yourself. But let's just say you started investing at age 25. So from age 25 to age 67, assuming you have no other money in retirement, you're starting from ground zero from age 25 to 67. Let's just say you invest $500 a month. Now, $500 a month for the span of what is that? 42 years. For the span of 42 years, investing $500 a month, putting that in a regular savings account comes out to be $252,000. Now, I don't know about you, but $252,000 is not chump change. That is a lot of money. However, $252,000 over 42 years sitting in a savings account, that's just $252,000. Not to mention the money that you're losing to inflation over time. But let's just say that you invested that money into the S&P 500, just, in, just a stock market index fund. The S&P 500, which has performed at a steady 10 to 12% over the last 30 years. Let's just assume a 10% rate of return on your investments. That $252,000 that you would have in a savings account actually looks more like $3.8 million at age 67. So if you had just put that money in a savings account, you would have $252,000. But if you had invested that money into a retirement account for that same amount of time, you had have $3.8 million. That's a difference of $3.6 million. And I don't know about you, but that's a whole lot more than chomp change. So do you see the difference here? In the short term, you want to pay for emergencies in coming out of your emergency fund. If you pull out of the stock market at the wrong time, you can lose a lot of money. 
So that is why you need in the short term to medium term that cash reserve. But in the long term, you don't want to be hoarding money in a savings account as your nest egg for the future because that nest egg is not going to be enough and you're going to be losing a lot of money over time. So with all of that being said, make sure that first and foremost, you are taking care of yourself in the short term. So the questions that I want you to ask yourself as to whether or not you should be investing is, number one, do you have an emergency fund? This step is so important because you want to be able to have liquid cash in the case of an emergency, since you may or may not be able to readily access your investments, nor should you. And the second question is, have you paid off high interest debt? So the reason you want to make sure that you have paid off your high interest debt, which is anything above six to 8%, is because you aren't earning a higher interest rate on your money invested in the stock market than you were paying on your debt. So you're losing money. And at that point, also high interest debt is also risky to keep around. So it's best to attack this debt as quickly as humanly possible so that you can start investing and gaining the benefits of compound interest and all of that. So if you have answered yes to, do you have an emergency fund and do you have your high interest debt paid off? Then it's time to start investing. Hunker down, invest as much as you feel comfortable with. I would recommend investing at least 15% of your income into a retirement account. If you have the ability, do more like 25%. Running these calculations with the retirement calculator that I'm going to link in the show notes, you can start to see how quickly you can retire beyond what you may have thought that you could retire at. The standard retirement age of 67 doesn't have to be your reality. You can retire a whole lot sooner depending on when you start investing. So with all of that being said, it's important to know the distinction and the difference between saving and investing. So make informed decisions, make sure you have yourself protected on all fronts. And until next time, keep talking money. If you found any value whatsoever in today's episode, it would mean the world for you to send this episode to a friend or family member and rate and review the show. I'm on a mission to spread the word to as many women as humanly possible that financial freedom is not only possible, but it's much closer than you think. So if you want to be part of fulfilling this mission with me, make sure to send this episode to a friend and rate and review the show. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.